rather than creating grumpy communications or at least missed opportunities in your business, how can you roll out the red carpet? Whether that's people visiting your website, for me here, maybe listening to the podcast, every interaction is an opportunity. This is your time. How can we earn twice as much in half the time with joy and ease while serving the highest good? That is our guiding question here at the Free Time Cafe, your home for heart-based business. I'm your host, Jenny Blake. Join me for conversations with authors, friends, and fellow business owners as we explore ways to free your mind, time, and team to do your best work. Now, on to today's show. Hi, friends. So I'm here at the recording studio, and there's a sign in the kitchen that cracks me up. And that is the inspiration for today's episode. In thick, bold, underlined, typed text, there's a sign posted in the kitchen here that says, This is not a community kitchen. Coffee is for employees only. Now, yes, I'm talking kind of quietly because everyone who works here is really friendly, but this sign is so grumpy. This is not a community kitchen. Coffee is for employees only. Now, mind you, what this VIP kitchen is boasting is not much. There's sparse counters with a single Keurig machine. And I looked it up. This machine is about $120. There are a couple straws and some single-use sugar packets. That's it. Now, couldn't you imagine them saying, you're welcome to use this coffee machine. Please bring your own Keurig pods. Because the wild thing is, I'm enrolled at a monthly membership here at the space, paying $68 per month just for the privilege of discounted booking after that. About every hour that I record here, and I do chunks of four hours at a time, it's about $50 an hour. So I've been recording podcasts here and using very minimal resources because I actually bring my own laptop and microphone. I just truly want the quiet space. And I pay about $160 for each day that I'm in the studio. That, my friends, is the price of quiet in New York City. For that investment, they could buy a new Keurig every single time I visited if me meddling in their kitchen turned out to be as destructive as the sign implies. Instead, the first time I came here, I just remember thinking, this is so grumpy. (laughs) Like There are so many ways to create a warm, welcoming environment. And in some ways, they have done that. The lounge, the waiting area is really nice. The decor in the room is not bad. I'm sitting on a nice mint green chair. There's nice paintings on the wall. I don't do video here, but it's basically it's set up for that. But wouldn't it be great if I could bring my own Keurig pots and just make some hot coffee in between a four-hour recording session? Yes, yes, it would. When I first started coming here, it was around the holidays. And so not only did the kitchen sign say, this is not a community kitchen, coffee's for employees only. There were these homemade vegan cookies nearby. And they were sitting on the counter and it basically was this vibe of like, yum, but not for you. Like you can look, but you can't touch. And I don't think there's that many members here. So there is an opportunity to create a more welcoming environment. What I see here is a missed opportunity to surprise and delight. That even the most simple change could help create more of a communal space, which leaves an impression of being taken care of. The reason I bring this up is not to throw them under the bus or anything. It's just to say, where in your business do you have the equivalent of grumpy signage? So consider the alternative. The sign could say, welcome to our kitchen. Please treat it as you would your own. 
You're welcome to use our coffee maker. We just ask that you bring your own supplies. What does this look like in your business? You know, some people have really hardcore return policies. Like there are no refunds ever, no questions asked, no exceptions. I get it. Maybe they've had a handful of bad experiences with people asking for refunds in the past. I've even had that where truly legitimate products that I know are good. People submit a request in PayPal that they contest the charge and they go through the formal PayPal channels of like saying it's some illegitimate product or service. And I know that that's not true. But in those cases, we just try to resolve them as quickly as possible. What it doesn't lead me to do is create some kind of very grumpy signage, digital signage on my website for everyone else. Even when I'm working on legal agreements, I often have to ask my attorney who I adore to say, can we make this friendlier? Can we make this simpler? When I have podcast guests, there are terms that we ask people to sign just saying, yes, I give you my permission to release this conversation publicly and perhaps even pull quotes and put them in an article or a book. That said, the agreement itself doesn't necessarily have to be grumpy. How can it be simple? How can it be simple and functional and still convey a sense of warmth? We'll be right back just after this. So on the positive side, there's this bar that I used to go to when I first moved to New York called Employees Only. It's this glitzy speakeasy on Hudson Street in downtown New York in the heart of the West Village. And I just love the name. So the name is Employees Only, but it's kind of a play on this whole vibe. The description on their website says, Opened in 2004 by five industry friends, the restaurant and bar is driven by an innate inclination for hospitality and a core tenant that one can enjoy flawlessly executed cocktails and delicious elevated food served in a beautiful space without pretense. Reflecting an old-world vibe through its Art Deco accents like overhead luggage racks and backlit paintings, Employees Only is curiously tucked behind a fortune teller's lair. Upon arrival past this mysterious foyer, guests revel around a sensual curving bar and throughout an alluring back dining room. Ooh, I just love this description. And I love the idea that I would guess you could call it a speakeasy, although it's not nearly as secretive as some speakeasies in New York, where you have to go into a phone booth in a hot dog store, or you have to know that this one metal door is going to lead to this epic cocktail bar down below, or where Michael and I had our celebration the day after we got married at City Hall. It was this art gallery on the Lower East Side, and it looks purely like an art gallery, but there's just a door at the back. And if you go through the door at the back, there's a whole bar behind it. So here's my question. How can you create an employees-only vibe? And I mean that like the bar. So taking this play on words that rather than creating grumpy communications or at least missed opportunities in your business, how can you roll out the red carpet? Whether that's people visiting your website, for me here, maybe listening to the podcast, every interaction is an opportunity. And I myself, I have plenty of opportunity to go back through my business communications and spruce things up. I recently signed up for somebody's newsletter, Emily P. Freeman. She has a great podcast called The Next Right Thing. And I really appreciated that as a thank you for the double opt-in, there's a redirect and you end up and you see a photo of her. And it was just such a nice moment. And I thought to myself, I would have never thought to put a picture of myself with a nice, warm, welcoming message at the end of an email opt-in. But all these little moments are opportunities to say, hello, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Here's what you can expect whether it's the first welcome email that somebody gets in a sequence after joining your community, 
whether it's the confirmation page from the double opt-in to your list, whether it's the, quote, signage on your website or in a physical location, whether it's the legal agreements that you're sending. And I'm not saying that everything has to be warm and fuzzy and frou-frou. I'm just saying, look for the opportunities to extend a hand. Look for the opportunities to surprise and delight. I mean, that's a value that I hold. Maybe not everyone holds that. But certainly for paying customers, I would look for these ways that you can create small moments that create connection rather than creating these sort of grumpy communications or policies that reflect perhaps some of the worst clients and customers that you've had in the past. What is the equivalent for your business? What simple community investment could pay dividends for each person who used it? What is your equivalent of the coffee maker that's off limits versus the one that says, hey, treat this kitchen like your own? Thank you so much for being here listening, everybody. Have a beautiful rest of your day. If you've listened this far, you get a gold star. Thank you. Word of mouth is the most joyful way we can grow this show, and it helps us land interviews with the luminaries and insightful guests that you would most love to hear from. Please send this episode to a friend who might find it helpful. And for show notes and related links from this episode, visit itsfreetime.com. While you're there, make sure you're subscribed to the Time Well Spent newsletter. You'll get instant access to my tech toolkit, a continually updated list of all the software I use, along with the total monthly spend to run my business, where no one works full-time, even me. Visit itsfreetime.com slash join. Remember, you are running the show. It's time for radical reimagining, and everything is up for grabs. Let it be easy. Let it be fun. And build with love.